Yo, what's up? <laughs> it's your girl, DJ Narc. Narc! Ah, that's my drop! I got so excited, I cut it off. <laughs> and if you're thinking, hey, that sounds like Michael Scott, it is Michael Scott. Michael Scott is my drop. All right. So, how's everybody doing sitting in their homes? <laughs> Chilling, good. I'm sorry it's been a while. Things have just been so crazy. And as you know, I am the poster child of taking my time and refusing to do things until I'm ready. But honestly, I don't know if I'm ready. It's more required than it is inspired. Much like everything is right now. And perhaps that's the point. Because even for me, who doesn't like to do anything they don't want to do, I realize that now is not the time to be that way. Need. It's something that Cancer struggled with last month, and as Venus moves into Gemini tomorrow, we'll all begin to feel that really, really scary pull of something we need that we may not get. And I don't want to be a part of that feeling. I don't want anyone out there to feel like they need me and they can't have me, that they can't have access to me, that they can't have what they need from me. Sure, the rest of the time I'm kind of fine with it. Maybe even I enjoy it. But now... Jeez, now things have just changed so drastically. It doesn't seem right or fair to be a part of the problem. <laughs> but then a lot has changed. For about six months, my work has been suffering and I have pretty much suffered in silence. I have made excuses. I have grasped at straws myself, to be honest, to figure out what it was. Because the answer I had was so simple that I, well, I said it, but nobody believed me. So what am I talking about? I'm being vague. Wait, first, did you miss me? <laughs> I'm so annoying, right? Yeah, I missed you guys too. So, six months ago, perhaps a bit before that, I went back to New York after being in Denmark for three months, and the second day that I was there, I got the worst headache. 
and I just couldn't shake it. It got so bad that I swore I could hear something. And I swore that whatever I was hearing was giving me a headache. And from there, my mind took that and ran. For a while, I hypothesized that perhaps uh, my nemesis was playing some sort of sound or something uh, from above. A frequency or something to drive me out of the apartment or... I don't know. My mind took some funny turns trying to figure out why it seemed like something was buzzing and wouldn't let up. And one headache turned into two, turned into three, turned into four. And unbeknownst to everyone I know, Within a couple of weeks, I was taking Advil PM every night. Now, this is not something, of course, that I shared with anyone because, one, I've never had any trouble sleeping. But, two, I think people just got tired of me saying I had a headache. I got tired of me saying I had a headache. There were even times when I wondered... Am I just burnt out? Can I just not do this anymore? Is the work too draining? But no, I realized and could not admit to myself that nothing quite felt right. Couldn't really sleep. Couldn't really bring myself to eat anything but junk food and the headaches just wouldn't stop I went so far as to go to a chiropractor and inquire as to whether my the body dynamics you know were the issue and then I came back to Denmark and they completely went away And then I went back to New York again, and that the next time I was dreading it. I just knew it was coming. And I went back, and it started all over again in exactly the same way. What I didn't realize was that about six or seven months ago, my Wi-Fi had been updated and that the Wi-Fi running through the house was now a 5G network. Of course, I had known about the dangers of it for years since people started putting up stuff on YouTube about it. The conspiracy world usually knows things about five years before everybody else, if not ten. But... For some reason, it never occurred to me that that might be it. I was, of course, kind of shocked and taken aback when I saw it come up in my Wi-Fi network list, but I just, you know, as we all do, oh, there's some new technology, oh, well, 
you know, like there's an inevitability to technology. Like we can't do anything about this. We just have to deal with it. We just have to accept it. But these headaches, (laughs) they were so, so bad, debilitating. The kind where you don't want to eat, you don't want to sleep, you certainly can't get anything done. And I wondered that maybe I was just sad and needed to come back to Denmark, or maybe it was just too crowded, or maybe it was too loud, or maybe it was the lifestyle, or... But it was more than just a headache. There was a kind of lethargic thing that would come over me and I just couldn't do much. I used to get headaches when I was a kid because I was losing my sight and no one realized, which is fine. But... When I did get fitted for glasses, when I got checked out, it was in first grade. The first uh, diagnosis of my condition was wrong, and so I was put in the wrong prescription, and that made the headaches much, much, much worse. So I had the choice between being able to see somewhat, you know, I, I couldn't even see the board from the first row, which is how my teacher figured out that I needed glasses. Shout out Miss Thornton for being amazing. So I had a choice. I could somewhat see the board uh, as opposed to not at all. Or uh, not have splitting headaches. That was the choice. Being the studious South Asian that I am, of course I chose to wear my glasses and have splitting headaches all growing up. So I have a little bit of a, an issue with telling people I have a headache because I've been saying it so often in my life and it's one of those strange things where if you have one, uh, there's no denying you have it, but it is so very easy for people to think that you are just making up something. So maybe I just didn't mention it enough or maybe I maybe I look for things to be much worse than that even though for me that's about as bad as it gets before I'll justify my behavior by saying oh I can't do that right now I have a headache. But like I said I couldn't get myself to do anything really. And I couldn't explain why. It was really frustrating. (laughs) Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago and uh, I'm in London. And within two days of me being there, my hair started to fall out. Now that was at first not very alarming because I do shed once a year. And I've noticed that the timing of the shed moves around a little bit here and there. But it wasn't just shedding. It was the texture of my hair. It became very breakable. Easily. Just touching it. And that was very confusing. And, again, without letting anyone know, 
I suffered through a headache just about every day. Now, as someone who has low blood pressure, it's easy to chalk that up. Oh, well, I didn't eat enough or I didn't eat at all or etc., etc. But it was, again, the kind of headache where you wish you could just sleep forever because you can't think past it. You can't function. And they happened again and again and again. And, of course, once again, I said nothing to no one. I think after a while, you get sick of hearing it yourself, you know? So... The texture of my hair changed as well. I chalked it up to water, high mineral content, dry, itchy scalp, and these constant headaches. So, of course, I was very surprised to hear that there were quite a lot of people suffering from the same symptoms and that they had been exposed to the same technology that I was exposed to in my little Manhattan apartment. Now, I have a feeling that what we're going to talk about is going to end up being some Christians in the catacombs type shit. But it's just a feeling. It's a it's a it's a strong feeling. That what we know instinctively is going to become illegal to speak. which means that we are full force into some very scary times now. Hey, what's up? I'm back. So as soon as uh, Venus started to enter Gemini, I had to pause the recording (laughs) and go make some declarations of love, which apparently I've been doing a lot lately. So I'm back. And we were talking about headaches. And I know that you know where I'm going with this. And it's hella serious. I wonder if it has occurred to any of us that technology is being rolled out against our will, but in our name. That's the really disconcerting part. Whenever someone justifies the use of 5G or the installation of 5G cable, What they say is that it will make our lives easier. But with this technology in particular, nobody asked for it. The corporations that will sell you what this can be used for are the ones that asked for it and made it. And so very quickly, we are barreling towards a world where our quality of life is determined by what the corporations want to sell us. It's a subtle switch, and it was done very quietly. But many around the globe are now beginning to feel the symptoms of radiation poisoning. And 
it is very difficult to not see the connection between these gross towers just a few feet away apart from each other that will now litter all of our major cities and perhaps every inch of this planet. Are there people that are immune to it and will survive it? Sure. And in a very cynical way, this is a really good method to call the herd. But the question is larger than 5G, isn't it? It's about choice. It's about having the freedom and the power to make a choice. I mean, if we decided collectively tomorrow that we didn't want 5G, could we get rid of it? There are towns, Flint in particular, where people have wanted to get rid of certain government policies for a long time. They have to do with water rights, they have to do with quality of life, they have to do with factories, they have to do with pollution. And our will has never counted for much and our wants have never been addressed unless they were on the other end of a settlement. So now, that same aggressive capitalism takes over our air, the air we breathe, takes over the water molecules in our brain. And what can we do? with a technology we didn't ask for that we really don't need. And yet, because we are consumers and consumers alone, it doesn't matter what we need, only what we can be talked into buying. So, I propose that we hit them where it hurts. Don't buy a fucking thing. Don't buy anything. Make a noise about 5G wherever you come across it and don't buy anything. If there is one thing that this quarantine has shown us more than anything else, it's that we don't need a lot. So why not start by cutting out the one habit that hands all power over to the corporations, buying shit. So that's that. Will life ever go back to normal, Umber? No. Will you ever feel comfortable in a movie theater again? If you know that you could end up having the worst flu, the worst illness you've ever had for two weeks straight, Would you run the risk of ending up on a ventilator because you wanted to go see Bad Boys 3? I don't think so. And what does that say about us? We have been distracted and poisoned for so long. We have built our lifestyles and our routines and our habits around nonsense, around things that were marketed 
to us as indispensable. And yet somehow here we are living just fine. No. I think the only way is to hit them where it hurts. And the only place it hurts them is the bottom line. Now, the funny thing about 5G isn't even really 5G. The funny thing about 5G is that Organite was made highly illegal last year. That's the funniest thing about IG. So, Umber, what is Organite? For those of you who have not been on Instagram and don't know what I'm talking about, I'm just going to give you a quick little rundown of what it is and where it came from. And then you can decide what you want. Probably to get a piece of Organite and wear it around your neck. So... Dr. Wilhelm Reich. Dr. Reich hypothesized that there was a gas on the earth everywhere and that if we were to travel outside of the atmosphere, we would see from a distance that earth is covered in a blue colored gas. Years and years later, we did leave the orbit and we did, in fact, see the substance. He called the substance organ. So organ is basically what he was calling chi or prana or life energy, however you want to call it. He went on to design objects rooms, etc., where this organ gas could be pulled out of the air, this chi, this prana could be pulled out of the air and into you. He also hypothesized that if you were to put a test tube in a vacuum and leave it, over a few days, a blue gas would appear within it, the organ. So, Reich starts building all sorts of devices to harness this gas. He makes a rain-making apparatus where he takes alternating pieces of copper and wood and makes it into a long pole that he can point at the sky and he leaves it there for a couple of days and right where the apparatus is pointing, clouds will start to form. So, from there he goes to making boxes. Again, wood and copper alternating pieces that are big enough for two people to sit in. So, he tries having people sit and bathe in the organ. Now, this is where he ran into some trouble. The FDA hears about him doing this and immediately assumes that he's pimping people to do nefarious things in these boxes. They go very low when they hit, and they hit him in the most obtuse place, which was that he was a bit of a sexual pervert and had been using 
this research as an excuse to do things like, quote unquote, have sex boxes. Now, it is true that it was discovered that if you had sex within the box, that it might save you. Right? So, the FDA hears about all this, comes over, takes all his books, burns them, mm-hmm, burns them, and puts him in his jail, uh, his assistant in jail. So, organite is a substance that is made from alternate pieces of wood, copper, and a few other things. It can be worn around the neck. It can be worn as other jewelry. It can be uh, a pyramid shape. It can be any shape you want and that sits in your home. And what it does is it pulls organ out of the air. It fills you up with life energy. All right, so knowing all of that, Isn't it a bit strange that Organite was made illegal last year because it apparently gives off radiation? This coming from the same government, from the slew of governments all over the world who have not done any testing on 5G tech. But okay. Now what should we do about it? What needs to be done? What needs to be done is something I can't say here. But I think we all know what it is. There are many reasons that this is called the quietest revolution. And right now, you're going to prove to me and you that you know what that means. Because I can't say. What I can say is that Skynet is very real. So, let's move on from that. Venus enters Gemini today. And this morning, I had a bit of inspiration from you, the Rev Femme. And we got together on the live and we had a moment and some very, very salient points were made. And it is important, I think, for all of us to hear it and to have it in recorded form somewhere where we can go back to it again and again as we need to. I apologize in advance for how worked up I am throughout the recording. It is only because... There is something very specific about the lives that moves me and moves you and together our energy creates a bit of a information and emotion whirlwind. And every time it yields amazing results. The collaboration between you and I is so beautiful and so productive and so profound that I feel like here we need to acknowledge it and respect it and hear it in its raw form. I could, I could paraphrase it all for you again. And I will in future podcasts, but this one in particular, the way the information came to me, the way it was received by you, I really think it deserves to be heard the way it was spoken. So I'm going to add that recording here now. Please enjoy and please listen to what I'm saying 
because the points made are so important and they will give you so much freedom in your life. They will give you so much freedom within your emotional wants and needs. They will give you so much freedom just to be who you are without apology and without neediness. So good. I love you. It's your girl, DJ Narc. I'll be back in a little bit. We're not going to wait again this long. But I just couldn't come on here and have you hear the fear in my voice. And until I knew everyone that is mine was okay, there was a fear in me. And I couldn't even really communicate properly until I got out of New York. Because, again, seems small, but my head has just been killing me. So, we're back on it and back at it. And I love you dearly. Let's have a listen to this morning's live and uh, <laughs> don't forget to laugh at it. It's your girl. The live is acting crazy, but we have to do what we have to do to communicate. So F them and let's do our thing. Good day. Good day, Gemini twin. Let's talk about Venus and Gemini. Yeah. All right. Let's do it quickly before we get kicked off again. Let me go right into him. Okay. Here we go. We the baby. So what does it mean to be the baby? And how do we proceed? Why is this day so sad? It's it's only sad if you let it get to you. It's only sad if you let it get to you. You gotta be like a Gemini now. What does that mean? Oh my God, what does that mean? That means, one, you put yourself first, but two, if you're feeling any type of way, you gotta say it. The baby doesn't care what the baby says. The baby's not afraid. If the baby's in love, the baby says, I'm in love. If the baby doesn't want you near them, the baby says, no, I don't want you near me. What the baby wants, the baby gets. You know what I mean? So, for the next month at least, when it's really, really strong, what do you need to do? You need to be in touch with your feelings, but only as they pertain to what you want to communicate. It's not about... Oh, what's the response going to be? What are they going to say back? Does it even matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We want to communicate what we are and what we feel. Because for the first time in a long time, Gemini is like, um, I'm having some feelings over here. <laughs> and I just want you to know, I did it last night. I literally got on the phone in the middle of the night last night. and was like, Hi, I'm in love with you. Bye. <laughs> Straight facts. That's exactly what I did. As I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's not about. And he's been responding. You know what I mean? 
I'm telling you, I'm feeling, I'm feeling stuff. I need to share it. I need to say it. And you know, I don't really care what you say back. Like you could say the best thing and that would be great. But like, I just, mm, I'm just telling you. And then you could do what you want with that information. That is also fine. It's not because I need you to do anything with it. I just need to just say it. just so you know just yes um right right it's not it's not even so people are being no 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 no. there's no 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 don't get into the mistake of making this binary lovey-dovey or attached that doesn't apply to gemini's we're both we're both you do what you want to do you do what you want to do. You don't need anyone to tell you anything back. You don't need a response. You don't need affirmation. You don't need to do anything. All you need to do is say how you feel. Because Venus comes into Gemini and it's like, bitch, communicate these feelings. Communicate. No more this or that. I'm both. I love you and I might ghost you for a while. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's both. We're free. Gemini is free. Gemini is mutable air. Look at the sky. Look at the sky. Look how many different forms can exist every day. The sky is different. <laughs> every day the sky is different. So... We free, we say what we want, we change like the air, we change like the sky, that's it. We don't need anybody to say back, oh, I love you, I wanna be with you. Of course you do, we the baby, of course you do. We, I don't need you to tell me that, you know what I mean? And for the first time in a long time, we're really not looking for a response. Of course you are, that's cool. And it's not even about that. Like, either you are or you're not. That's okay. That's you. That's the other thing about Venus and Gemini. You are you and I am me. Nobody belongs to anybody, but you could you could stand next to me if you want. You could hold my hand if you want. You could be with me if you want. But I'm not trying to possess you, and you're not trying to possess me. Again, look at the sky. As beautiful as these clouds are, outside of taking a picture that you can remember, what can you do with this? Nothing. Can you bottle this up and take it with you? Can you possess this no matter how much you love it? Can this be yours? Never. Never. But does that mean we should appreciate it any less? Does that mean we should look at the sky and say, oh, because that can't be mine. I don't even want to look at it. I don't even want to appreciate it. I don't even want to acknowledge it. No, 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 no. We look, we appreciate You know what I mean? We take it all in. We're grateful. And then you got to let it go because it's the sky. You can't have it. That's the thing about Gemini's that everybody fucking hates. You can't have us. You can't have us. But you can adore me if you want. 
love you right back if you want give you a different sky every day if you want but you can't bottle me up and put me on a shelf somewhere i'm the air i'm the sky how could you even think that you could do that no this is just how everybody feels venus and gemini literally literally it's like now you get to feel how we feel when we're when we we feel in ourselves when we love ourselves when y'all be scratching your head looking at us sideways because we all the way on a fucking hundred and just fucking obsessed with ourselves this this is why this is why because look at what we are look at us look at us you you we are the air you breathe bitch Yo, it don't matter you love me or not. I'm the air you fucking breathe. Now what? Now what? I don't need you to tell me nothing. Damn, I'm telling you what I want to tell you because I feel like telling you. All right? All right? That's it. I'm telling you because I feel like telling you. What you gonna do for me? I'm the air you breathe. You can't live without me. Come on now. Come on now. You see? This, this, that's Venus and Gemini. That's Venus and Gemini. Inhale me like this blunt bitch. Okay? That's how we feel it now. That's this air. That's the shit that gives you life. Okay? And and how interesting, Venus and Gemini, mutable air, the air we breathe, how interesting what we're dealing with right now. Redly and Dora laughing. <laughs> wait, wait. Did everybody see Benny Drama's The Signs in Quarantine? Because the Capricorn sent me. Everything else, I was like, you know, I was like kikiing a little bit, like LOLing, like lols. But then when the Capricorn put the earpiece in and said, sorry, some of us still have to make money, I fell out. I completely fell out. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yes so when you are the air that one breathes what do you need to do nothing be yourself be beautiful what's up kiara baby oh my god kiara last night was so much fun i cannot oh my god london red fam zoom zooms are the best zoom zooms Okay, okay, Lola. Listen. <laughs> Redly, the Capricorn one, seriously, it sent me. I was like, yo. <laughs> and then he's like writing emails. He's like, I can see that you're online. I'm bumping this. Why aren't you responding? Yo, oh my God, perfect. So now here we are. And what do you have to do? Literally just be yourself. Say what you want, say it how you want, feel your feelings, be brave, be bold, no fear, okay? No fear. Why? Because we are not looking for a fucking response. Let me explain something to you about power. Power 
is something that stays with you as long as you don't need nothing from nobody. You can be in love with somebody. You could be feeling somebody. You could be all up in somebody's business. But if you don't need anything from them, they don't have an ounce of your power. They still over there chilling, doing what they doing. You still over here chilling, doing what you doing. When you have all your power, do you know what you are? You're a fucking magnet. You're a fucking magnet. I love you too. You're a fucking magnet. Why? Because everything understands power. The animals understand it. The bullies understand it. The lovers understand it. The magician understands it. The priests and priestesses understand it. And we, everyone understands power. Everyone plays the power game. Now, why are Geminis so powerful? Because we don't give an ounce of our power away. We don't give a fuck. And how do you stay in that space? Listen, I'm going to communicate what I need to communicate to you. However I need to communicate it. And then you could do with that what you need to do with that. You could respond. You could not respond. You could be happy. You could be sad. You could do whatever you need to do. Oh my God, you really need to be on the Zoom Zoom tonight, Dora, because we are, oh my God, last night, and I missed one too, don't feel bad. The one the night before was epic and I wasn't there and I was feeling all kinds of FOMO. Giving away your power is basically like, if you tell somebody, for example, yo, I'm in love with you. Now, if you're waiting for them to say something back to you, to reciprocate in some way, to give you something, what you're implying is that they have something that you can't, that you need from them, that you don't have it in yourself. So who has the power now? Who has the power? They do. But if you walk into any situation and say, listen, this is what I want. This is what, not even what I want. This is how I, this is what I feel. This is what I feel. And you just let it land and you let it sit. You don't say nothing else. You don't need anything for this feeling. You don't want anything for this feeling. You good. You just have a feeling and that's it. That's power because you're saying to the other person, the institution, the job, the universe, whatever you're talking to, you're saying, listen, I'm chilling. I'm good. But by the way, this is how I be feeling. Cool. Moving along. Let's keep it moving like these clouds, like this air. Bah, bah, bah. You understand? I have the power. Now, what you also do when you do that with people is that you let them hold on to their power. You see, the reason people don't like neediness is because they can sense it on an intuitive level that you're being a fucking vampire. If you need from other people, you trying to tap into their power like a fucking parasite and suck something out of them. That's why needy. And that's why needy people get people are so averse to needy people because on some level, even if you don't understand the energetics of it, you could feel like someone's trying to take something from you. Nah, 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 my dude. I'm not trying to take nothing from you. I don't need anything. Venus and Gemini don't need shit. Venus and Gemini over here like, damn, I'm pretty. <laughs> damn, I'm chilling. <laughs> Damn, I be having everything I need. Ha <laughs> ha. And by the way, I'm feeling you. Ha <laughs> ha. Isn't that the jokes? Now you could do what you want to do with that because I'm over here chilling. You understand? 
I'm over here chilling. You could do what you need to do with that information. What you should be doing is jumping up and down and having a motherfucking party. But that's on you. There's no accounting for taste. Aha! There's no accounting for taste. I can't make you understand. I can't make you. We stay chilling. Now, if, if, if that translates to you, because you got more than a couple of brain cells, if that translates to you like you hit the motherfucking lotto, good, good, good. We good, we good all around. That's cool. But if it isn't, there's no accounting for taste. I'm not here to give you a whole taste make. Like, listen, you're breeding, your upbringing, your education. Your life experiences, I don't know where they took you and where they got you and how you got here. But right here, right now, I'm telling you that this is the move. And you know what? I'm not asking you to follow me. I'm not grabbing your hand. I'm not doing nothing. I'm just expressing myself and skipping right along. Okay? And what happens when you do that is that anyone that you're dealing with, a person, a job, a boss, a career, the universe, anyone that you're interacting with is going, um, okay, so you have this or that feeling and it's just this thing within you and you don't need anything from me to affirm it, deny it, give you something, feed you. No, no. I had a feeling I expressed it. Bye. Now I'm going to go express some more feelings. Bye. Now I'm going to go do some more work. Bye. Now I'm going to go serve these looks. Bye. You understand? And the other person, the other, the job, the boss, the career, the universe is going, damn. <laughs> damn, this bitch is hot. This bitch really chilling over here. Yes, sir. We all good. You ever notice when someone thinks that you need something from them and they approach you all, um, um, I, 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 I'm sorry, but I can't. And you like, no, we good. You see how they relax? And then they get intrigued because they're like, what do you mean you good? Because that's the dirty little secret. People love Geminis, but they fucking hate us and they fear us. You know why? Because it's fucking terrifying to come across a motherfucker who don't need you. Well, you're saying you love me, but you don't need me? Damn straight. Well, I mean, how could you love me and not need me? Just listen. <laughs> I love you, but I love myself more. Do you understand? I love myself more. Somebody wake Catherine up. Where is she? <laughs> Catherine? Fatima? Yo, all the London Red Fam last night, the fucking Zoom Zoom we had. Oh my God. Now, when somebody says to you, I, with their energy, with their energy, they're saying, listen, I'm into you. I love you. I feel for you. I want to be with you. I want to hang out with you. Ba, ba, ba. But you know what, my dude? Do what you need. I'm going to do what I need. This, the, the, listen, Venus and Gemini is like, we floating. We floating. You understand? We floating. We good. Now, when you do that, what happens is anyone dealing with you becomes 
they become magnetized to you. They want to know more. They want to hear more. They want to feel more. They're like, this bitch is drinking the fucking elixir. I fucking want some. What are you fucking drinking? What fountain are you drinking from? What fountain of youth are you drinking from? And that's when you say to them, just meet me at the fountain. I'm over here chilling. Okay, but see, that's the thing. You can't fake it, Arjun. You have to mean it for real. You can't fake it because if they're like, okay, cool, I'm going to go. Then you say, okay, cool, bye. Matter of fact, I'm already at the door. You leaving, but I don't know who you saying bye to because I done told you what I needed to told you and left already. You stand in an empty room trying to leave from where to what? You can stay right here. Ain't nobody in here with you. I didn't come in here to make you follow me out or to grab my hand. Remember that. I'm not here to tell you nothing, to get you to do nothing. I'm telling you what I feel like telling you. And that's it. Let's not talk about signs being fake or not being fake. Because you're going to get a million people jump down your fucking throat for saying some shit like that. So please don't. Hi, Vera. You understand what I'm saying? And especially the Libras, because the Libras are fucking vicious. So I wouldn't if I were you. This is what I'm saying. You got to mean it for real, baby. You can't fake this. You can't fake it. You understand? You got to mean it for real. That's it. You got to mean it for real. Like, I'm telling you what I'm telling you for no motherfucking reason whatsoever, except that I fucking feel like it. And the person's going to be like, you feel like it? So you just telling me because you... Yes. So you don't want me to do... No, I don't... Again, I don't want nothing. Listen, let me tell you like this. Anything I want, I get it. Anything I want, I'm going to make it happen. Anything I want, I could do. What the fuck are you going to do? Like, what? What is? what does my wants have anything to do with you? Who are you? Who are you? I'm telling you what I'm telling you because I feel like it. Not because I think that you could do something for me. Let me let you in on something. My G, you ain't doing nothing for me. And while we're on the fucking subject, just by the way, ain't nobody doing nothing for nobody. Nobody does anything for anybody else. Everything you get and everything you got comes from the creator and it was written for you. Who's this person trying to take responsibility or trying to take credit for something that you're going to get or not get? Even if I fucking get you, it's not because you gave yourself to me. It's because the universe gave you to me. Let's, let's keep it straight. Let's keep it straight. Nobody needs to be over here trying to be like, oh, well, I want to be with you. You don't need to be with anybody. You don't need to do anything. <laughs> what is mine is mine. What is mine can never be yours. What is mine can never be anybody else's. What is mine is always going to be mine. Because it's for me. Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm not telling you because I need you to do anything. You need to give me anything. What are you going to give me? What are you going to give me? From what I can tell, you be praying to the same creator, asking for the same stuff. We praying to the same person. What do you think you could give me? You ain't giving me shit. So you could keep that. <laughs> you could keep that. And like I said, I'm feeling you. Now I got to go. You could do what you want with I'm feeling you. 
You can make it the happiest day of your motherfucking life. You can make it the happiest fucking season of your motherfucking life because I'm a motherfucking party and a half. But also, you don't need to do shit. You can stay right where the fuck you are, doing right what the fuck you doing. That's cool. You could keep your nothing. I'm good. Because the thing is, the facts, listen, the facts are the facts are the facts. Even if you are mine, it's not because you had a choice in that. Gee, it's not because you had a choice. If you were written for me, then you were written for me and nobody else. What you going to do about it? What you going to do about it? What what you going to do about it? Listen, the baby don't got to do shit. Okay? The baby don't do shit. The baby sitting on the horse chilling, having a good time. Okay? So anytime somebody tries to tell you something, somebody tries to like make it seem like they're going to do you a favor, they're going to give you something, they're going to be there for you. Ah, 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 ah. If you are a part of my destiny, if you are written for me, to be my friend, to be my lover, to be my whatever, to be my boss, to be my next big break, to be the, 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 the defining factor of my career, whatever the fuck you are to me is because you were written for me and not for anybody else. I'm over here, like Cameron said, looking cute, chilling as always. If you are a part of my fate, come get you some. Or not. Listen, or not. You know what I just found out? Jonah, which is one of my favorite names. Jonah was asked several times to go to Nineveh, right? And Jonah didn't want to go. He just didn't want to go. And so he got on a boat and went the other way. Now, there's another story there that I didn't know about. It was on Pakistani TV like four days ago. My mother called me. Oh my God, I have something to tell you. I have something to tell you. So when... Jonah was on the boat going the other way. God went to the whales. God went to the, the, the sea life. And he went to a whale and he said, listen, I need you to grab Jonah and keep him for 40 days and 40 nights. But you won't be able to eat. Right? But I need you to do this so he can understand. I'll save it. So he can understand what he needs to do. Right? Boom. The whale that he went to, that God went to, I say he, but it doesn't, it should be it. Sorry, gender neutral. The whale that God went to said no. Just like Jonah. Just like Jonah said no, the whale said no. The whale was like, I don't want to. I don't want to not eat for 40 days and 40 nights because of some stupid human who's not following directions. God said, okay, I'm chilling. God goes to the next one. Like this, like this, like this. The other whale's name, and this is on Pakistani TV. I can't tell you. This is what my mother told me. Forgive me if there's like Muslim scholars out there who are about to jump up like and like start screaming. But from what I've been told, the whale, the whale's name was Umber. The whale that came forth and volunteered, the whale's name was Umber. And the whale said, I will sacrifice. I will go without food. I will go and get Jonah. I will keep Jonah. 
And I will do it for the good of humanity because we know that Jonah needs to go to Nineveh. Yes, yes. So my mother gets on the phone and she's got tears in her eyes. And I'm like, oh my God, the Rona. Who's got the Rona? What happened? She's like, no, 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 no. I was just watching this thing and I wanted to tell you. Now, to be perfectly honest, when she first told me, I didn't know how to feel about it. I was like, oh, that's cool. But why are you crying? Like, why are you upset? And she goes to me, she goes, don't you get it? She was like, look at how you are. You're the first person to sacrifice everything to help somebody. She's like, ever since you were a little kid, it doesn't matter what it cost you. It doesn't matter if it was a bully who was going to beat you up. It doesn't matter if it was mad money that you were giving away. It doesn't matter if you were getting into fights for other people. It doesn't, it, it has never mattered. It has never mattered that you put your whole life to the side to answer a bunch of messages. It doesn't matter. You're always the first person to sacrifice for the good of the collective. She's like, that's just you. That's always been you. Okay, so now, <laughs> so now, oh, Ridley, that means a lot. <laughs> so now, here we are. And you know, we don't need nothing. We do what we do because it's who we are, not because we want something, right? The most poignant part of that story to me is that the whale didn't ask for anything. The whale wasn't like, well, what do I get? <laughs> if I go without food for 40 days and 40 nights to, un to make Jonah understand what do I get the whale didn't say that the whale didn't want anything you understand Venus and Gemini don't want nothing it's an open heart it gives and gives and gives but you but Abby I love you <laughs> hi Huda hi Catherine We give and we give and we give. We're an open heart. Do you understand? We don't need anything. We're not asking for nothing. There was no conversation. There was, listen, the other world turned God down. Like, nah, I'm not into this. I'm not doing this. I don't want to. The next one didn't even say, what do I get? The answer was just yes, of course, whatever you need, yes. That's, that's where we are. The reason Geminis fuck with me so hard is because I am a fucking quintessential Gemini when it comes to my heart. That's what Venus in Gemini is. I got, you need something from me, I got it. I got you. 
Whatever you need, I got you. You just let me know. We not the ones that run. We not the ones that run away. We not the ones that you lean on us and we fold. Nah. The only time we run and we fold is if you trying to put this sky in a fucking bottle. Don't possess me. I'm too big to be possessed. I'm too big to be owned. But you need something from me? Just tell me. I got you. You can have it. Whatever it is you want it, you can have it. Boom. It's no problem whatsoever. And I'm never even going to tell you. I'm never even going to bring it up again. I'm never going to throw that shit in your face. Uh, you never going to hear about it again. Nobody else is ever going to hear about it again. Nobody's ever going to hear out of my mouth that I did this and this and this and that for another person. Fuck that. Fuck that. It means nothing if you do that. But if I don't want nothing, I don't even want the acclaim. I don't even want the praise. I don't want nothing. I'm doing what I'm doing because it's for the best, right? All the whale said was, what is this for? Jonah needs to do this for the good of the people? Okay, I got you. That's all you needed to say. That's Venus in Gemini. And you know what? I'm glad, Suzanne, that you said that because there, I'm going to tell you a secret before I go. I'm going to tell you a secret about burning out. The only time you get burned out, Gemini, the only time all of us during Venus and Gemini, any of us will get burned out is if you start looking outside yourself for your power. The second you feel powerless, you need to sit down and you need to rethink. That's right. We fight for the arc. You need to rethink. What is it? What is it that I don't have within me that I'm waiting for this person to give me? Is it approval? Is it affirmation? Is it love? Is it confidence? Is it opportunity? Bullshit. You got every one of those fucking things inside of you. You always have. Ain't nobody ever given you nothing. Every person that's ever come into your life that gave you some shit was a messenger, was a vehicle from God to deliver your fate to you. Nobody never gave you fucking nothing. Even the people in your life that you feel have done the most for you. That's what I'm saying. I don't take credit because what am I taking credit for? If I'm there for you, if I ride for you, if you need some shit for me and I do it for you, how can I take credit for that? I was just the bahana. Bahana in Hindi means uh, an excuse. A, a, a play, an illusion. I was the illusion under which your fate that, that God has written for you needed to come to you. That doesn't make me special, dog. Nobody that ever came into your life or did nothing for you, it wasn't because of them. You have to learn to see behind the veil. Every person that you feel, oh, you needed this person. Oh, God, you can't live without this person. Oh, no. Nah, nah, it's God you can't live without, G. It's a vessel. Look past the vessel. Look to the thing. Look to the thing that's giving you everything through that person. And you don't think that that, that power is going to make your fate come to you up through a million different vessels if this one doesn't do exactly what they're supposed to? Because remember, again, Jonah 
heard the word of God and said no. The first whale heard the word of God and said no. People are allowed to be the vehicles of your destiny and say no and run away. They're allowed to do that. That's okay. That's not on you. Just like God asked that whale and the whale said no, boom, okay. That whale was supposed to be famous throughout time. That whale that said no was supposed to be the whale that we would still be talking about in 2020. But that bitch said no. Okay, that's your free will. You're allowed to not be a vehicle of my destiny if you want to. That's okay. But which whale are we still talking about? Which whale are we still talking about? The one that said yes. Exactly. The one that said yes. That's it. That's what you have to remember. Any single person, job, opportunity, whatever it is that you thought that was the thing you needed. Nah, nah, nah. And I tell you what, if you decided way too much that you needed that thing way too much, God's like, oh, you forgot it was a vessel? You forgot it's me that gives it to you? Let me take that shit from you so you can learn your lesson now. But if you see the vessel for what it is, if you see behind every person God standing before you, You understand if behind every person and every opportunity and every love interest, you see God standing in front of you. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's when you know. That's when you know. And when you see God standing behind every person, then when one person leaves and another comes, when one job leaves and another comes, what do you care? You don't care. It doesn't matter because the next person that comes is God. The next person that comes is God. The next opportunity that comes is God. What's there to be upset about? And just like that first whale, if that particular vessel didn't want to be the one, then motherfucker, you ain't the one. Sorries. Sorries. That's on you. That's not on me. You had your chance. Listen, God put you in my path. God put you in my path. You don't want it. You don't want to be you don't want to fulfill your destiny and mine. That's cool. That's okay. Fuck you. <laughs> God tried to make you a vessel for me and for you. But just like Jonah and just like that first whale, listen, if you don't want it, that's okay. God didn't punish the first whale. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hot take. Good point, Umber. Good point. God didn't punish the first whale. God didn't say, oh, fuck you, whale. You're supposed to do what I say. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. You don't want to be a vessel? For my work, you don't want to fulfill the destiny that is supposed to be yours? Yeah, 40 days of hunger and 40 nights and you would have been immortalized throughout time. But you didn't want it, right? That's okay. That's okay. God wasn't mad. Just like you can't be mad. You can't be mad. 
Okay? So, you say what you need to say. That's right. Ramadan is very close. Alhamdulillah. You say, oh my God, Catherine, the shit we talked about last night. <laughs> I love you guys so much. But do you understand? 40 days and 40 nights equals quarantine. Thank you. Thank you. We were going there. We were going there. We were just about to get there. You beat me to it. <laughs> you beat me to it. Do you understand? So, the next time you want to express yourself, open your fucking mouth, fill your air with this fucking Venus and Gemini air, and speak your motherfucking truth. Say whatever the fuck you got to say. And whatever vessel... God wants to put in front of you to fulfill their destiny and yours, you go with it. And if they back out of their destiny just like that whale did, oh well. More for you. That's it. That's it. You don't need to worry about it. It's not on you. It's not on you. All you gotta do, the only thing you have to do is be true be true to your heart without malice without greed without want do you see when you want responses from people when you want affirmation from people it's greedy you want we don't want we don't want for anything. We got it. Thank you. Alhamdulillah. Never will you hear a Muslim who is in their faith ever fucking complaining about shit. You ask them something, they're like, Alhamdulillah, everything is good. How's, how's business? Alhamdulillah, everything is good. How's life? Alhamdulillah, everything is good. I don't need nothing from y'all. God is good. God is good. God is good. That's it. That's all you're going to hear. And that's all you should hear. That's all you should hear because that is an abundant mentality. Thank you for saying it. Thank you for saying it. That's all you need. I'm good. Alhamdulillah. We good. Oh, yeah, but everything going on. What about your business? What about Alhamdulillah, everything is good. Thank you very much for asking. How are you? And watch, as soon as you ask somebody who is not standing in their truth, they're going to give you a laundry list of shit that's wrong. And behind every one of those fucking things that they tell you that's wrong, you're going to hear the same one thing over and over again. I have no faith. I do not believe. I don't believe in myself. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in anything. That's what they're saying to you. You understand? That's it. That's it. We good. Whatever vessel God chooses to bring our fate and our destiny and what is written for us and only for us, we accept it. Alhamdulillah. Thank you. Everything is good. And whichever one of us want to defy our fate, want to defy our destiny, and don't want to be immortalized for being the pure vessels, then they could go be that other whale, whatever the fuck her name was. <laughs> then they could go do what they need to do. That's cool. That's why I said, 
It's Venus and Gemini. You say what you need to say, baby. Say whatever you need to say. Get it off your chest. Talk your fucking talk. You got feelings. You say your fucking feelings. But don't for a motherfucking second think that anybody owes you fucking anything. Because these people out here, if the whale can defy God, if Jonah can get on a boat and go the other way, who the fuck are you? There's animals and people out here that have spoken directly to the creator and been like, nah, I'm good. I don't feel like doing that. Who the fuck are you? Let them go be that whale stump. Yes, Kathy. Let them go be that whale stump. That's the other whale. Oh, you want to be the other whale? Go ahead, be the other whale. We good over here. We're going to do our little 40 days and 40 nights and we're going to be all right. Why? Because this is the thing about what is written for you. This is the important part now. It's all important, but this is the important part. And this is something that you must accept. And once you accept this, your life blooms in front of you. And it never stops blossoming. Understand every single thing that happens to you is written for you. You couldn't get away from it and you couldn't make more of it if you tried. But I'll tell you what, if you celebrate it, if you're grateful for it, if you find the lesson with it, God will give you more. That's a promise. Everything is written. Everything is written. But there's a caveat. There's a caveat. If you are grateful for what is written for you, I will increase you in favor. That is a promise between you and God. And if you try to take from others what is written from for them, I will take from you. And I will give it to them. <laughs> you understand? So yes, do not feel caged in by your destiny. Do not feel caged in by your fate. Yes, what is written for you is written for you. But if you are grateful, if you are grateful for your destiny, God promises you, I will increase you in favor. I will give you more than what is written for you. But if you try to mess with my kids and try to take from them the destiny that is theirs, I will take yours from you. God ain't playing no games. No games. That's Venus in Gemini. <laughs> That's Venus in Gemini. That's right. That's right. Good. Dear God. We pray that this enthusiasm follows us through the next months, uplifts us, gives us the patience, the perseverance, and the power to say what is true, what is real, to stand in our power, stand in faith, to be worthy of our destiny, to be worthy of what is written for us, to take what is written for us with a smile and with gratitude. We pray to be an example of what it means to stand in faith, what it means to know what is written for you and love it and love the one who wrote it for you.
Amen. Amen. I love you all so much. I'm gonna save this. I'll record, I'll save it on the live and I'll save it so I can put it up as a long video, as a post, so we can have it. Have a really good day. Remember what I said. <laughs> and try to have some fun today. And you know, since we're all here, I don't mind saying, since we're talking about fate, you must realize by now that you were written for me and I was written for you. And that is a very powerful thing. So I'm glad. I'm glad. My heart is full. And I couldn't be happier about being written into your books and you being written into mine. Love you so much. <laughs> Love you so much. Oh, don't cry. <laughs> All right, and so that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's not often that I will be posting the lives on here as episodes, but I think that one was definitely necessary. I hope you enjoyed it. I apologize for the ambient noise in the background, but somehow I feel like it adds to it. If you are listening to this on the 3rd, you can catch that live on At The Quietest Revolution and see it with the comments and everything like I said before. There it is. Love you lots. I'll see you next week. It's your girl, DJ Narc. <laughs>